Oh, y'all done done it now. What is up, world? Today on the podcast, we have a very special guest. Today, we have the first female guest of the podcast, and it's only fitting that the first female guest of the podcast be an entrepreneur, be a a producer, a writer, a director, an all-around badass chick, and also my girlfriend, Mahalia Latorchu, a.k.a. the chosen one of SCAD. Let me tell you something, man. If, 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 if you've ever wondered if you need a strong woman in your life, let me be the first one to say yes. Yes, you do. It makes life so much easier. Today, we're going to talk about any and everything. You know how it goes. And let me not even let me not even bog down with these intros. Without further ado, give it up for the light of my life, the moon to my stars, the macaroni to my cheese, Mahalia Batorchu. Are you ready? Are you ready to try? In a holy man, Zion, you got to make your decisions, but don't wait too long. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm normal. Yeah, okay. You are... You're the weird one. How am I weird? Is that a serious question? How are you weird? Yes. I want to know how I'm weird. Top I five feel re- like I'm pretty normal. Top five reasons Mahalia Latour. She was weird by Brandon Joel Pritchett. Number one, you get mad at me because you don't know what you want to eat. Lies. A right that I do not Lies. have. Lies. I know exactly what I want to eat. It's just it would require us going to multiple places. Number four. You play the pronoun game and then get mad at me when I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean I play the pronoun game? You'll come in and you'll be like, hey, have you seen it? And I'll be like, what? And you'll say it. And then you'll just be shaking your hands. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? And I'm like. That's not true. You do this on many occasions. I explain myself thoroughly. You You just don't listen. You explain yourself all after the fact. And I'll come in and I'll be like, what do you mean it? And you'll be like. The damn, the goddamn Toyota Subaru downstairs. I'm like, what the? F- why didn't you just? How am I, I would never say how am Toyota I supposed to, how Subaru. Am I supposed to get, how am I supposed to get car from you running around being mad about it? That is not true. Number three. Uh, this list is inaccurate. So. Number three. You're still going. You have a conflict of interest because you're not really sure who you are on the inside. You said what? <laughs> Where did that come from? You say you're from New York. Okay, Dr. Phil. You say you're from New York, and then I ask you where, and you become very angry at Oh, my God. I get angry because you keep saying that Long Island is not New York when it sure is. It It sure is. It it sure is. It is New York State. What the hell is that? That was my Apple Watch. I'm sorry. Number two. I was trying to silence it. Number two. You have stupid technology. I do not have dumb technology. Number two, dumb technology. And, of course, number one, you can never admit when you're wrong, which is... I admitted, I literally mm -mm. admitted to you that I was wrong this morning. That's the thing. And I apologize fully. When I'm wrong. Immediately. When when I'm wrong, I have to... I have to admit it immediately. As, as did I. I admitted it immediately. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Here's the thing. When yes, you're I wrong, did. You said that I should sell my I, car. I know what you said. I know. I was there. And then, and then you immediately assumed And then I assumed something from that conversation. 
And then I realized that I was wrong and I immediately apologized for it. 1A, you always assume. Assuming is not good. You assume too, so I guess we both assuming. This is what I'm talking about. Is this how we're going to start off the podcast? Oh, we've already started. I wanted people to know. I wanted people to know what it's like being with you. I am lovely, as are you, so, I mean, okay. Love you. How, why don't I feel this? <laughs> How many? About? Oh my God. How many people do you think are getting divorced right now? Um, I can tell you about 49%. I feel like that's got to be 60. After COVID, after this pandemic, after the quarantine, I feel like the divorce rate is going to spike in this country. Really? Yeah. Okay. What, you don't think so? Perhaps. I mean, perhaps. Like, here, think about it, right? Like I mean, that that's a very, that's a different approach to what I was thinking. I was, was like, oh, maybe in this time, yes, maybe some people would break up, but maybe some people will fall back in love with each other because they're always on the go. And this is the first time where they've actually been with their spouse or significant other um, back to back. I guess. But like that... So relationships are weird, right? It would suck if someone was going to break up with someone and they were kind of stuck in quarantine together or if they already broke up and then they were stuck in quarantine together. That's hilarious. But like relationships are weird because we have like this idea. Like a lot of people, like a lot of people have that like Disney idea that like, oh, I'll go to a party with some glass slippers and then one of them will fall off and then. John will find it, and he'll go through the town Prince and Charming. whatever the fuck his name is, and then he'll it'll fit to my foot, and we'll live happily ever after. Like that. First off, that's a stupid reason to get married because the shoe fit. I actually have an issue with Prince Charming. You mean to tell me that he just like couldn't remember her face at all? That he had to go off her fucking shoe. It was dark. They danced together at the ball. He could have been drinking. Oh I know if I was at a ball, I'd be drinking. God. Well, but then after all that, like just, you couldn't even remember her eye color. Like, damn. Look, maybe he had a lot of girls that night. You don't know. That's that. But if that's the one that you love, you think you'd remember her face or at least her fucking hair color. It's not like they were dyeing their hair actively during that time. You don't know. Maybe. Maybe he had a. Maybe he had some Hennessy in him. He's just like, I remember her, but I. Gotta you go. mean to tell me Hennessy existed in this Disney fairy tale? Hell, it could have. Hennessy's okay. like what, 100, 200 years old. Hennessy's old, baby. Cinderella took place way before any of that. No, it didn't. That Cinderella did not take place a hundred years ago. I, I don't fucking know. Anyway, well, the point the point I'm trying to make, goddamn it. Okay. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is like if you follow these like this Disney formula of like love, where it's like, oh, we have one thing in common. Now let's go live happily ever after. That's stupid as fuck. Like, <laughs> I know that like no, it's very unrealistic. It's no, it's stupid, right? Because that's not how relationships work. No, I don't think you're in a real long-term committed relationship until one of you can fart and no one freaks out. That's true. Those are facts. You know, I concede. Oh yeah, I concede. You know how old I was when I found when my mom farted in front of me for the first time? How old? I was like 23, and it scared the shit out of me. Are you serious? I'm serious. Like, oh, my mom didn't give up. 
well in the house when it was just us you know she i didn't care but you know what's crazy was when she farted i was downstairs when we were both in the laundry room and i heard a and i was like what the fuck <laughs> and like in my something like that but like it was one of those things where like my first mind went to that was a fart but i'm like nah it's just sheree in here there's no way that was a fart Maybe it's the pipes. And my mom, I look Maybe at my mom and she looks. Maybe it's the pipes. Oh it had to be. I look at my mom, she looks at me, she goes, shut up. And I was like, oh, my mom just farted. Holy shit. That's crazy. I was just convinced. Especially that, like, since she grew up with so many boys. Well, I don't. Well, see, here's the thing. So my like, mom, you know, she raised so many boys. Here's the thing. My mom grew up with boys. But here's the thing. Boys are, are fucking savages, man. I felt, I felt so. I'm aware. I felt so bad for my mom. Because, like, my mom, she always wanted to have that, like kind of leave it to beaver family kind of like a, a, a cosby show like a nice wholesome family mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. we went out to the park with our dog and had a picnic and we talked about the affairs of the day and then i went off to my quidditch match and jarell played his water polo like oh my and that god. <laughs> oh my god and that's not it's not at all she which, got savages she got she got my mom was the only woman in a house with three men like like and it was so for us it worked out right so sunday morning would be like the only day that we'd all be together so we would all converge upon the sunday newspaper right mm. my dad would take the front page my brother would take the sports and then i'd take like the art and leisure but we wouldn't say a word it'd be just three men we'd wall this it was like some, grunting. Oh, it basically God. is all some caveman shit. My mom one day she's like, "No one says they love each other in this house. You're all animals, Jerry. The boys need to know." And we're just looking at her like, "Yeah, oh. that's some psychopath." We all look shit. at each other and we go, "Who the fuck? Who broke mom?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my mom wanted, man. But like, I don't know. Just like, and especially in the time that we've been together, and because we had, we lived in the, like the apartment first, and we got to the house, mm-hmm. I can tell you, I was like, "This, ah, this is fucking. This sucks." Right, because I think the most important part of relationship. People think that like when you're in a relationship that you should like love that person and should always be around that person and you should always feel love when you see them, and that's that's stupid, <laughs> right? Like you're not always gonna look at someone and be like, oh my god, I love you, let me hold you. Sometimes you're like, yo, you're stealing all the fucking blankets, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're gonna, sometimes you're gonna look at this person and be like, I had to throw out water. No, yeah, that's real. Some days you get annoyed. Some days you're like, oh my god. Yeah, and like then you have to get used to like. So I was very used to before we moved in together. I was very used to doing my own thing, right? So when I was in Kansas, I was I'd be like, I'm going to work, and then maybe I'll go to the gym, and maybe get something to eat. And then maybe I'll go do whatever Brandon wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have to check in. My parents are just generally like, he's not out committing felonies. You know, it was no big deal. And then when I moved in with you, you're like, what are you doing? Where are you at? Are you hungry? I well, mean, that's you the thing. Like, I, you all, I was, you know, I'm a girl raised in a Caribbean household. So checking in was a requirement. It was not, you can just go run off and do that. Like, you need to know, you need to tell us where you're going, where you're headed, who you're going to be with. And some of that sometimes translates to us where I'm like, damn, I know he gets off work at this time. Like, where is he at? And then I also try and plan for the both of us. Like, if I'm going to cook dinner, I want to know what time we're going to be home. Yeah. Relationships are weird. And then it'd be like... But I'm used to doing my own thing, too. Like... You you know me. I, I like things 
a certain way, especially when it you comes like to like how the room is. You like, like things your way. <laughs> yes, I do. That's I another do. thing. That's my thing. So, I, I, I have a system of and it frustrates treachery me. and tyranny. <laughs> it's not treachery so I was so I'm literally used to going. It might be a little bit of OCD. No, but it's not. If it's, it's that's not exactly what it done is. a specific way. It literally eats at me. See, here's my thing. I like to do things with my imagination. You I know. like to do things with a cold heart and a heavy hand. That is not true. So when I was living by myself, I, w- I was like, okay, I-, I want my room to face my workstation. That way, because my TV and my computer. Anarchy. And I'm like. The way you would like setting up a room sometimes is complete anarchy. It was fu- it, it worked for me. It messes with it the feng shui. F- that- First, what the hell is feng shui? <laughs> What is the that? The balance of the room. The balance flow, of the room. The flow of things. What are you, a fucking Tai Chi master? Oh. You're worrying about the flow of... <laughs> what, are you going to bring in some fucking... You're going to bring in a witch doctor? He's going to tell you about the energies and how we need to move the vase over are there? You, are you just going to bring me here to judge me? No, I'm not judging. I'm but ju- I'm saying, like, I'm because just... I like certain things a, a certain way, I have to... Or at least I'm trying. No, to you learn don't try to. You move things. Here's the thing: you move them, I'll and say, you you I, don't. You've noticed. I you, have not touched your. Desk. You know, yes, you have. No. You literally. <laughs> so here's my system. I will go. This is the pile for the shit I use every day, and this is the <laughs> Give pile. Me in a file. It's not even a pile. It's like my keys, wallet, knife. All I'll I'll just leave them here in the lotion. Well, I like my lotion this part of the desk, so I'll leave it there. And then you come cleaning. Well, and here's you... the thing. Sometimes the bottles are knocked over. Things are like not in it, their place. But at least I know where it's knocked but over it's, at. It's <laughs> messy. It's not messy. It is messy, it's, and like you, I don't understand how you. It's an open. No, it's not an open concept because you will literally have a pill bottle behind the lotion. Tall bottles go on the back and then the shorter stuff go in the front. So you can see everything. What if I put on my lotion first and then I take my vitamins? Oh my God. But the pills are so short, you can literally just pump the lotion. It doesn't have to move. I don't understand why you have short stuff in the back and then tall stuff in the front. That's anarchy. Why can't you just let me live my life? That's my thing. Oh my god! Then we had to share a desk, and that's what I almost broke up with you because we had to share a desk. I it my was desk, temporary. First off, my desk was set up as a command center, <laughs> the last bastion of masculinity. <laughs> in because I lived with you, your sister. It was me and a house full of women, and it was terrible. It was awful because like girls. Did you just bring me on this podcast. I didn't. No, because we, we were talking about relationships, and now I'm mm-hmm. talking about like. How the intricacies of one. I feel like I feel like this is like a it's, Dr. It's, Phil session. No, it's not. I'm just saying, like, it's weird because, like, so girl, men and boys, like, girls and guys, to to just generally like things differently, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff in my room will be either it's either functional or go fuck yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like outside of maybe a poster or two. Like I'm not about to go buy a plant and put it in the corner. What the I love plants. That's stupid. It, it doesn't even do anything. But it does. It brings you joy. And if it's a live <laughs> plant, it brings you oxygen. It brings you joy. It does. You ever look at a plant and go, oh, that's nice. Well, that's the thing. So, and then like, you know what I see? I see a big ass thing that eventually is going to need to be moved. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> Every, you guys are like we need to have these th- these this table. It's a nice entry for the for the for the point for like the walk area. I don't area. understand. Like I how okay. So it's all functionality for you, but yeah. you don't like the coziness. No, I don't. Or care. the design aspect. Like does that? Well, that brings me joy. 
So Of course it does. It's weird. I mean, it's not weird because when we have to film off the house, oh, look, you already have production design up. Oh, great. So now my last bastion of freedom Shut and masculinity up. gets invaded by our friends who have projects that are due. Brilliant. We projects, too. Brilliant. When, we filmed, when you had to film your short film at the house, there were decorations up. So I'm just saying it's something I don't to... pay consideration towards. But, like, that that kind, like of, that kind of crampness of space, especially because, like, I was the only dude, right? So, like... I would just like you and your sister and and, and our roommate. They, you guys are all kind of doing your thing, and I'm like, can I move this? And you're like, no, you can't move that because then it messes with the open concept and the aesthetic. And I'm just like, I'm well, gonna, I don't I'm gonna go understand run. what you were trying to move. Give I me was, an example. I was trying to make things awesome. What were you trying to move that we? Said? So we have that sectional couch, and I'm like, why don't we just block off it, like block off this area for the other room? And you're like, no, this is an open. You know, we're not getting into this. Oh no, but but there was a reason for that. Because if we put, the couch was too long. We would literally have to walk from the foyer through the kitchen, around the command center to get back into the living room. It would room. build character. That's ridiculous. It would build character. That doesn't make sense, especially a... if we have guests. And look, when we had the Super Bowl party, it worked out perfectly. So you're welcome. Everyone would have been a better person because of it. Oh, my God. Whatever. All I'm saying is you need space in a relationship, and I feel like that lack of space is – like, there's a lot of people I mean, that apartment up. was tight. That apartment was tight. I will oh. say that. If you are cramped in a space together, I'm sure you're getting on each other's nerves. Or I'm just – a lot of people – a lot of people are realizing I can't deal with this motherfucker laying next to me. I can't do it. Wow. Hilarious. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying – <laughs> you think you're gonna fall more in love with this person, or you're just gonna hate what they do even more, right? Would you fall more in love with me. Uh, sure. Well, let's go. We can go with that. Wow, what? I was so convinced of that answer. That's another thing too. Like, I feel like as 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 relationships go on, uh, the romance kind of goes away from. Well, that's natural. It happens. That's why you have to work hard to bring the romance back. That's why you have to play. Um, not play. That's why you have to plan, like, you know, dates and stuff like that. I That's think... why I always say, oh, let's go for a walk. Let's just have a moment where it's know, just us. Do you know why our relationship has lasted as long as it has? Hmm. I provide you with a needed excitement. Oh, my Lord. When I, no, women need excitement. I'm so, no. I learned this, no, I learned this from no. my mother. Whenever my mom would call me, she'd be like, oh, what are you doing? God. I'd say... This is... Such I, a generalized. Statement. It is, but my mom, I, my mom would call me and I'm like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm writing a paper." She go, "Oh my god, you're writing a paper. What's going?" Like she just needed some drama, so I'm like, "This is what I have to give you from time to time." No, Brandon. I have to stress you out because deep down no, it's kind of what you need. The opposite. Of what <laughs> I need. You're so annoying. I see an alligator for sale, and I'm like, "You know what? I don't. When's the last time Holly you had a blood pressure up? No. Let's bring the alligator home. That is not what I need. You know, we can't keep it, but yeah. You know. I just need." You to feed me and tell me I'm pretty. No, you need more than that. That's how it starts. And then you need me to move heavy things. From time to time, yes. And that's, that's what's <laughs> From crazy. From time to time, yes. So another well, thing, what do you want? I don't have upper body strength. That's the thing. When you get in a relationship, the word we, us, we and us take on different meanings, right? So I've noticed that whenever it's always we whenever it's heavy and has to be moved. But no, it's always it's your... You. No, it's exactly. It's when whenever it has to be heavy. Whenever moved, no, I but, cannot attempt. To that's help how you. But this is how you say it. You go, oh, we'll move it. <laughs> and I'm just like, who the fuck is this? We. 
Who's who? I'm looking around like, is, is that motherfucker? I don't know. Who's this we? Me, you, and the Holy Spirit. No, it's, be cheering you on. it's hey. me coming down a flight of stairs, cursing up a storm. <laughs> and then I get in the but house. I usually have somebody there to help you. Yeah, hope. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I don't care. I don't care. What do you mean I don't care? It doesn't matter. We love each other, I swear to God. Oh, man. That was so good. But I think there's also a bit of independence you need to have, right? So, like, there's this, like, you know people who, like, start dating and they become codependent on someone or they lose themselves yeah. and that other person? Yeah, or the two become one, like, you oh, know. Oh, fuck it's those like people. A, yeah, no. Fuck those people. Yeah, no. me and Beth were. You need were... to be able to do your own thing and I need to be able to do my thing. Yeah, and I think I like doing my own. Here's the thing. I mean, you need to do your own thing because when you get lost in your relationship, you forget who you are as a person. Well, I'm also insane. And then, God forbid, the relationship ends. You you have to get to know yourself all over again. I'm also insanely irresponsible. Like if I think I was you you like to say things that are insanely I ridiculous. I like to do things fairly. that are very responsible. You do responsible things, huh? You do responsible things. Yeah, but then like when we went to California and I got that car and I was like, oh, but that wasn't irresponsible to me. We were on vacation. We were speeding all over. Well, not we. Oh, okay. <laughs> I yeah. was speeding. Okay. Oh, you're talking about the speeding. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you you were crazy with that, but I knew that was gonna happen, so I braced myself. You braced yourself. I did. I the minute when we got out the airport and I saw that we were getting a Camaro. I was like, this is it, Mahalia. Just guard your heart because we are not going to be going the speed limit at all while we're here. First off, especially sp- when we realized that the roads were empty, I said, help us, Jesus. Oh, yeah. See, first off, this a lot of people don't know this. The speed limits are a, uh, a heavy suggestion. Right? No, they are not. They are not. That's they, all they really are. They're they just are heavy not. suggestions. You are crazy. Right? So, basically, what do I mean by heavy suggestion? No. Like, you could. No, you. you, you <laughs> It's, it's, it, you should do what Brandon, it says, stop but talking. if you don't, it's technically not illegal until you get caught. What? And who the fuck knows when that could be? You're stupid. You're going to get people in trouble. You're going to get yourself in trouble. No, but like, I, I kind of feel like there's no such thing as a grown man. I feel like all I concur. I feel like all men are just giant eight-year-olds who, if left to their own devices, would come home with something irresponsible, which you better like there's a reason God hasn't made me rich yet. I know because you would buy all the irresponsible things. There wouldn't be; they would be cool you things. You buy a tank. Oh, I know that for sure. Why? Here's my okay. My logic with the tank is flawless. Brandon, it's flawless. No, it's flawless. Our insurance would be through the fucking. Room. No, it wouldn't. Let me yes, tell you it something. Would. What do you mean it wouldn't? If I'm this is my thing. I'm so serious. When I have, when we have kids, I'm We're going to not getting our child. I am tank. buying them a tank. You no, know what? I'm gonna they tell you would why. Get a Honda. No, fuck that. Because uh, yeah. I'm rich. You're not. No, they're not getting a Honda. They're getting an M1 Abrams tank. No. Let me tell you something. That is a that's peace of mind. Why right? don't you just get them a steel car instead? That's what a tank is. You're <laughs> not gonna get a tank. A Let war me tell machine. you something. If in the middle of the night when the police <sighs> officer comes to our door and says your daughter was in an accident, and I say what happens, I go, she hit a bridge. I can then say, was the bridge okay? I don't care. They will never be late to anything. Yes, they will. Here's the thing. If you the got, tank isn't going to go that fast. No, but if you have the audacity to get in front of a tank, you kind of deserve <laughs> what happens to you. It's going to cause traffic. You know, oh, no. Well, yeah, she's going to cause traffic because no. everyone's going to be getting Brandon, the fuck out of the way. That's utterly ridiculous. We are not going to have a she, child draw, drive a war machine. It would have been fit fully on the roads. 
that's the point. Move, bitch. Get no. out of the way. <laughs> and then if she ever gets a ticket, we'll just drive it down the city hall and be like, what floor we got to pay this thing on? Point the gun at it. You know what I'm no. saying? No. We could we could basically own the town. You're, no. You got to think big. You got to think no, big. Brandon. No, Brandon. That's I think. The military you, will be knocking on our door in a second. That's why I've invested in a Death Star. No. Oh, my God. This is the thing. <sighs> I want to be a president, and that's my initiative. We are going to build a Death Star. Okay, Mr. Space Force. No, Mr. Fucking Empire, the Emperor. That's what you're going to call me. Because once oh that thing is done, God. like, here's the thing. <laughs> we, build, we build a Death Star, right? Then we can. Please stop before someone from the Trump administration hears this and thinks. I would take that job. I would take that job. I would be on national TV. I think President Trump made a good decision. Um, we're we're gonna build this fucking thing in North Korea. Uh, we're not gonna have a button. We have a goddamn laser. So you figure that you figure it out. Oh my god. <laughs> no, Brandon. That's no. the thing. You be standing there with your senator's outfit on, your senator lady outfit on. Like, why do you? Why do you think I want to be a senator's wife so bad? You know what? That's very sexist of me. You're right. You'd be the senator just standing there waving like, oh my god, I oh got, my lord, I got elected. I got elected. No. Trump is a wild card. Uh, you know, he truly is the greatest reality star to ever live. Hundred percent. Look at look at the shit he done pulled. Here's my our thing. whole administration, government, the fucking realist, it's a reality show. Oh my god, Ke- uh, who's that? Who's the who's Kellyanne Conway? She's leaving. Her daughter. She is anti-Trump. She goes viral on TikTok all the time, and I I stand. I, I think a, I think that's why he wants man. to. I think I think that's why she's that's why down. he wants it's TikTok gone. <laughs> I think Kellyanne just comes in like I'm losing my daughter. I don't know what to do. It's okay. Well, it's not even that. I'll sign it over. You know the whole like Tulsa rally thing when people registered for tickets and then no one showed up. Oh yeah, that was a movement that started on TikTok. True. And then they keep doing this thing. <laughs> Where apparently if you like go to like his online store and put everything like buy up a bunch of stuff in your cart, but don't actually hit checkout Mm -hmm. it messes with inventory and shit like that. So like they've been messing with his website. They've been messing with um, his rallies and stuff. That's why he's trying to get rid of TikTok. Well, it's also the whole it's a Chinese app that may or may not be spying on you. Like, so they found that, like, the TikTok app, because so if you are in the DOD or any kind of, like, government job that requires yeah, security clearance. you can't clearance, have TikTok on the government You can't phone. have it on your government phone because mm-hmm. they found that it could log, like, keystrokes, like, it could take pictures of you and shit like that. Which is also creepy because China, mm. people people do business with China, not because, so, most times they want to, right? So China's a good partner to do business with Mm -hmm. but then you have companies like apple and google and china's like look we we can do this easy way or the hard way either like in google's case either you censor yourself for our citizens right or we'll just steal your shit (laughs) (laughs) or we'll just steal your shit choice is yours right and of course like american companies capitulate because i mean that's a lot of money that can be made in China. And it's, it's, it's not all bad. But the reason why I like TikTok so much was because it was for the everyday person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it was easy for the everyday person to go viral without having all the glam and the fakeness of Instagram. Like, one of my favorite series was a girl who would just, like, wear her hair bonnet. That's not something you'd see on Instagram. What's a hair bonnet? 
the bonnet black women wear when they're going to sleep. Oh. You know, like how, how I have my pink bonnet? Oh, I think it looks like a dope Chef Boyardee hat. <laughs> it does, but it protects my hair, so. We stand. Like, as bad as Trump is, right, um, everyone can, like, unite to, like, fuck up his campaign and things. But I don't feel like that same group of people would actually show up and vote. And I don't blame them either. Like, I think voting is well, important. Well, voting is so fucking hard to do nowadays. Voting especially is... Especially with the mail-in shit that he's trying to do now. Like, fuck. That's... That's true, right? So, like, voting should be extraordinarily easy to do. Like, if I can file my taxes online, I feel like I should be able to vote online. Yeah. If my tax information is not safe, then why the... Then, you know, that just doesn't make sense. Well, you know what it is? It's like, you... <laughs> old people would get hoed so fast, right? Because, yeah. like, there's, like... I remember growing up, the internet was like this thing that was like, okay, really don't believe anything you, you read on there until mm-hmm. you can verify with a book. And that's how it was. And then, like, our, so there was this change. Yeah, our parents started using it. Mm-hmm. And they completely forgot that. And they just started clicking on everything. Yes, my mother believes everything on WhatsApp. It's, and I'm like, how? When I was a kid, you used to tell me all the time, beware of the internet. Right? Like, so many old people would just, like, lose their votes because they just start clicking on stuff. But, like, and not even just, like, the, the very act of voting. I think the, the choices that we have this year suck, suck right? So For you sure. have Joe Biden, who doesn't know where the fuck he's at. I feel like they have to remind him every day he's running for president. He's tired. He can't remember things. He's, he shows up. Uh, I, all, uh, no, there are different. There are definitely moments where he's moments. incoherent. He showed up one day and he was giving a speech and he's like, "Well, let's talk about the Bill of Rights. The first, the first right on the bill. It's uh, y- y'all know the rest." <laughs> and then he just he comes out. Look, if you, I'm just gonna keep it real deep. You don't vote for me. You ain't black. All right, I'm getting in the car. Yeah, when he said that, I was like, Joseph, Joseph, you cannot tell people they ain't black if they don't vote for you. Oh, Lord. Oh, and then he my. Called Jewish people Shylocks. He did, that was a while ago. That was. But he said it so confidently. He, he did. You gotta look still, up that speech. Like, he was he was damn. in New York and he was like, "Let me tell you something, man. We've come a long way from the Jamaicans to the, the Shylocks. They're still doing." I'm like, "What the joke?" Oh my god. Right, but then on and then top he of it, is, he's very touchy feely. Yeah, especially all the Epstein stuff coming out, right? And it's not just—it's not just Joe. It's not just Republicans or Democrats or like Richard. It's like a it's lot. It's men in power. Period. It's, it's a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Like both Republican and Democrat. It's a lot of people. It's—it's it's literally just men in power. I—I feel like there's some freaky chicks out there too. I feel. Like- oh, for sure. If if. Uh, what's her name? Ghislaine, whatever. Yeah. Her, her uh, why, um, I'm saying Weinstein. Epstein's girlfriend. If mm-hmm. she, she's admitted to sleeping with 15, 13, pre-adolescent, you know, children. Not a good time to have Steen That's in your name. That's not good. Definitely not a good time to have Steen in your name. Brent. <laughs> it's not, man. Because, okay, so there's this, um, I think he's a behavioral psychologist. His name is... Eric Weinberg, Weinstein, mm. oh, and people associated 
his name with Farvis. Yeah. So no, it's Weinstein. So I think it's S I E N instead of yeah. But like, oh, not a strong, not a strong move, man. He's getting a lot of pushback. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. Especially if you have nothing to do with it, that's sad. It's weird, right? Because you would feel, you would think that in a country this size, right, you could find, you could find somebody other than Joe Biden and Donald Trump. No, we have Well, I mean, we had a lot of fucking candidates. We've got Kanye West. I forgot. We've got Kanye. Uh, Kanye, we're not going to. We're not going to acknowledge Kanye. I heard on the news. Kanye he, needs to get uh, back on his mind. I heard a theory the other day, and it makes perfect sense. What? Kanye West is here to split votes amongst. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they hyped him up so they would split the votes because they're not confident in the numbers. But I don't think he was ever going to run seriously. I think he's literally just doing that. Because remember, he had that meeting with Trump. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was weird. Everything is so strange now. I, you know, I I get very concerned when I think about Kanye because I don't know what the people around him are doing to help. Here's the thing. I feel concerned about it because Kanye West is a perfect example of mental health issues in the black community and how Mm -hmm. we don't deal with them. And what really can, like, what's really, like, disturbing to me is rather than hold Kanye West accountable and just not give him a platform whenever he has these very, very public outbreaks, it becomes a spectacle. Yes. Right? And it's all we can talk about. And, like, on one hand, I'm like, dude, that guy is clearly off his fucking rocker. Yeah. Like, I I get sad when I think about it because I'm like, he's obviously hurting. Well, it's not just hurting. Like there's, there's like, there's like a, a like a deep psychological. Yeah, there's issue. something yeah, off yeah, there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it shouldn't be something. But that's that what we... I'm saying. Those deep psychological issues they stem from, you know, or or you know, they can cause some sort of pain, like whether that be emotional or whatever. But like, because mm-hmm. you're not. When I was talking to my bipolar friend, like part of you almost knows that, like what you're saying is what horseshit. you're doing is is wrong, and that. But you have no control. Yeah. So there's a part of him that's hurting and everybody's just laughing or think it's hilarious or, you know, roast the hell out of him. And I mean, I just I don't know. I don't know if they need to do we need to, stop. to him what they did to Britney Spears, where she has like a conservator. But here's the thing. Britney Spears went she she had her episodes in a time before Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and just the but we were cruel to her. And every day, every time I see a picture of her shaved head, I get it. I get it now. Oh, my God. It's... I get it. I, Brit, I I get it. I get where you're coming from, Brittany. But we have, we like, who the Democrats had? They had Elizabeth Warren, Tala, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Tulsi Bernie Gabbard, Sanders. Pete Buttigieg. Pete, first, he wasn't. Uh, I saw Peter O'Rourke. Oh, Beto O'Rourke? Yes, Beto, Beto, Beto. Okay. Sorry. I uh, saw Cory Booker. Oh, he had no chance. Uh, well, here's the thing: when he did the DNC mm-hmm. the first time, mm-hmm. and he gave the uh, speech, everyone was like, "Yo, Cory for president!" Mm-hmm. Like for real. But here's the thing: that's kind of weird. People were kind of like, you know, riding that high. So, like, the thing that made Obama cool was he was radically different to anything America had seen before, right? So America was used to old, crusty white dudes running the country. For sure. Right? So when Obama shows up, here you have this black man who has the blackest black man name in the history of black man names, Barack Obama. Damn. 
has ties. You know, his his family goes all the way back Kenya. to Kenya, yeah. but he has these American roots. He's like everything you would consider to be presidential. He's very well-spoken. He's got a hot wife. She's very independent. He's got two daughters. They're smart. You know, he's like everything you would think America is. And, like, he's literally was the embodiment of what America could be, Mm -hmm. right? An immigrant could, like, raise a son. The child of an immigrant. The child of an immigrant could be the president, right? And then he ran on hope. And people love hope. For sure. For sure. But ever since he's left office, it's felt like the Democrats. Everybody wants a diet version of him. Yeah. Every, like Beto O'Rourke, Diet Obama. Pete Buttigieg, Diet Obama. Diet Gay Obama. Oh yeah, I forgot he was gay. Uh-huh. I here's the thing about Pete. You know how Pete like how he left the race? Obama called him and was like, It's not your time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I read that. And you know, I attended a, a private event with him. Didn't you um, didn't you do something for this campaign? I, I volunteered. Yeah. For the campaign, it was uh, an opportunity that was presented to me. So, what did you what did you do for that? Um, what was it? It was right after they had the speeches, mm-hmm. the debate um, mm-hmm. at Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day after, I believe, mm-hmm. um, the there was just a private event where he was talking to the people that like supported him and mm-hmm. like you know donated to the campaign in the area. It was mm-hmm. held at a very rich person's house um and i was just checking in did yes. you see him yeah I, I i he answered one of my questions did i took a picture with him I, I i shook his hand was it a firm a handshake it was a firm handshake. did he smell good i did not smell him that's the thing i feel like if you don't smell good as a politician no one remembers you what <laughs> what's wrong with you like okay, anyway <laughs> like I look i'm getting Trump. back to the issue shut <laughs> <I'm> up okay <laughs> so damn ignorant it's not <laughs> like I look at Obama and I'm like that guy probably smells really good. Like I oh, wonder. Oh, for sure, he has some good cologne. Like I imagine to. he wears like polo red, and you're just like, I knew it, you know. <laughs> um, but like I, I found uh Pete interesting because I mean I I didn't know much about him mm-hmm. when I was volunteering. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I just knew that he was yeah, a that gay mayor. Yes. Uh, a last name that I struggled to pronounce. I, I like when people were like, um, I, I, I like Pete Buttigieg, and I'm like, what country is he from? What the fucking <laughs> Buttigieg? Um, but I mean, he seemed what I what I what I he seemed to have like plans, like actual mm-hmm. concrete plans. Okay. Um, something specific, not like you know, he wasn't talking in Gen- general generalities. Yes, yeah. he was like, I've spoken to this person, this person, this person. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm getting from this person. This is what I'm getting from this person. This is what I'm getting from this person. Mm-hmm. And this is the plan that I think we can have based upon what we have. Like it was very specific, mm-hmm. which for me was one of the first times I heard a politician speak in specifics rather than yeah. generalities. So. I, 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 I was leaning towards him mm-hmm. at a certain time. And I thought that he, if anything, if we needed a change, at least we would have specifics. Because Trump doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He, he talks in generality. But it's confident it's, generalities. It, it is. It's confident New York bullshit. But it's like, how are we going to fix this? First off, let me tell you how we're going to fix it. We're the it. best. We're the best. Exactly. No one's better at fixing stuff than us. And no, guess exactly. what? I know the most about fixing things. It's, no it's one knows that, more. It's that confident New York bullshit. <laughs> and he doesn't answer anything. You're just like. Not at all. You're talking in circles. And for the first time, like, I had a straightforward answer. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I may not agree with you on a whole bunch of things, but at least I know something mm-hmm. will get accomplished because there's specificity. Yeah. You know, or at least there's a plan. Like there's, you're not yeah. a specific plan. 
There's the a detailed. specific plan. Exactly. How you, you know? fix things. That spoke to the producer in me. So what turned? So what changed your mind? Was was it him dropping out that eventually you're like, oh, I have to change? To I mean, I wanted else, to or? learn more about his platform. I was a little wary with his student aid, uh, with his plan to you know relief student debt. Oh yeah, student debt. Mm-hmm. Um, because he didn't want to abolish it like Bernie, you know, or uh-huh. like for, forgive it completely like Bernie. He wanted mm-hmm. to do something else, and at the time, I, I can't remember what it was, but at the time I was like. Mm. Kind of need that debt relief, buddy. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I loved Bernie Sanders because here's my thing. I wish Bernie. I I, I should have emailed him and offered to be his campaign manager. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no, because Bernie Sanders was a crazy old wizard. He looks like a crazy old wizard. He talks like a crazy. He's always his but hands you know are always what up. What I really loved about Bernie, that man walked the walk. You exactly. know what I'm saying like he was there at the protest. There are pictures. He got of his ass whooped too. Got his ass. That's well, what I'm saying. He's 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 Gandalf the Grey. He, he, <laughs> when he when he speaks, his hands are up. He goes, "We need, we need." He's casting a spell. Mm-hmm. He I, I first off, start dressing like a wizard. Start carrying a staff. <laughs> no, because like okay, so my the only real knock that was ever on Bernie is one the state he came from was pretty small, so it was easy for him to keep getting elected. It's very small, right. And progressive, right? Um, so I think when you have like a population that small, your ideas can work there, but can it work for a country? You know. Mm-hmm. And then he had never gotten a bill that he started passed through any like um, gotten it passed through any like level of government, right? right. Level of through the Senate or anything. But his ideas are dope, man. Because the thing about it is, yeah, go ahead, Bernie. So Bernie's ideas, as far as a democratic socialist, are pretty interesting, right? And I know they're pretty interesting, especially for our generation, the generation after us. Because in a lot of ways, we're being handed a broken country that our parents were just like, okay, well, it works for us, right? So, like, Social Security, is they don't really mind it because, well, they're going to have it, right? Now, it might run out, but they're... We're not going to see that. Yeah, so our our generation, the generation after us, isn't going to see it, right? Because when it was invented... So, the Social Social Security is basically a Ponzi scheme, right? Mm -hmm. So, when it was invented... Essentially, what it was was, well, we had, what was it, five workers for every person retiring, plus, you know, they didn't have, like, the medical breakthroughs you have that could keep grandma around for a while. Mm-hmm. So people were biting the dust, you know, fairly regularly. Where now, I think we have three people for every one person buying in, and mm-hmm. then that money just goes into an account, then it goes straight out, mm-hmm. rather than going into some sort of savings bond that could basically generate... Uh, generate it over time. To generate, and, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bernie is like, hey... This is unsustainable for the next generation, right? Yeah. And um, you're then on top of that, things like especially like when you consider like the national debt, um, student debt is the we is the creepiest shit in the world, right? It makes no sense because think about this: when you were eighteen or seventeen, whatever, in high school, your senior year of high school, right? Yeah. You had to raise your hand to go to the bathroom. I did. You had to ask for. We still did at my school. Maybe not for. Was that in New York? But you. Fuck you, this is in North Carolina. That makes sense. But, like, you still had to raise your hand to use the restroom. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you still were in charge of your schedule. Yeah. You know? But you mean to tell me, three to four months after graduation, I can incur a $100,000 debt if I wanted to go to, like, certain schools? Well, it's not... That's that's fucking insane. it's, It's creepy because... Well, it's not even that it's debt, right? So at 18 years old, you couldn't just walk up to a bank and be like, I want this money to start a business or to buy a house. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, you don't have collateral, da-da-da-da-da. 
with student loans, you can go to Sally Mae and be like, I need 50 grand. She'll go, okay. How many times how, how many times you need that 50 grand, right? And it's 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 the creepiest debt because it's designed in such a way that even if you go bankrupt or die, you still have to pay that Somebody's shit. paying this fuck. It's it's uh, and you saddle that onto somebody at 18 where you decide for some fucked up reason you go, now decide what you want to be for the rest of your life right now because mm-hmm. it carries a significant financial penalty if you mm-hmm. fuck up. Even if you drop out, guess what? You're still going to pay for it. Yeah, and then on top of that, let's say you do complete a degree and you, like, got a degree in, like, something stupid like philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. You're, first off, philosophy shouldn't be something you can get a degree in. Like, no philosophy. philosopher. No philosopher ever made money until after they were dead. <laughs> Stop. And then, like, if you look at all the super old ones, like, like all the philosophers we look up to, kind of weird because they were all pedophiles. So, like, <laughs> it's not what really. Mean? What do you mean? So, like, okay, so back in old Greek society, when all the philosophers were sitting around thinking, right, especially in Athens, it was, like, basically accepted that as a man, you might want to go, like, have a relationship with a younger man. So, like, a, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, like, like pedophilia was, like, just part of the culture. And then, like, you did it, and then you got a wife, and you had your regular life. Like, that was just what you did in Athens. So like guys like um, who are those? Aristotle's and all those all those small old philosophers who were like the water goes uphill kind of guys were you know pedophiles. But even then, it's not like you know you're gonna make a bunch of money being that, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you get into a job market that may be oversaturated, right? Like in movies, you see architects and what they're all rich and successful, right? So you go, I'm gonna be an architect. Then you go through architecture school and you go through like say like a scat or something like that. You get on the other side and you realize. Holy shit! No one wants an architect. I should have been a carpenter. <laughs> you know, what I'm, like people need. There's always gonna be a need for carpenters. There's always gonna be a need for tradesmen. I will say this: like when we have kids, I'm gonna make sure they do a trade thing before they do anything else. Well, like, was, get yourself a, a profitable skill. Yeah, and that wasn't whether that be cosmetology, a plumber, an electrician. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Learn something because. People are always going to need those jobs. And I think that's what happened and why we saw Trump, right? So there was this almost overeducated stupid stupidity about the left when Trump got elected, right? Mm-hmm. There was this huge, oh, well, if you don't live your life right, you're going to be a plumber. And it's like, what the What's fuck? What's wrong with being a right? plumber? Like yeah, people, yeah, yeah. people who went to college started looking down on like tradespeople. Like, oh, well, you're yeah. just a trade. Like, no, bitch. Like, and now we're the ones in debt and the, the yeah. plumbers. The plumbers and the tradesmen, like they're, they're like that's don't <laughs> sleep on that. Like that benefits. is a, yeah, no, they have sure. skills. That is a marketable. Then you can start your own business and for work sure, for, for yourself, sure. right? And I, I wanted to get my cosmetology license before I went mm-hmm. to school, and my mother refused because there's this. I don't know if it's if, if it's for like this for everyone, but definitely within the Caribbean community, of course, there's this fear of oh my god, if she learns a trade, she's never going to go. No, to here's the thing in the Caribbean community: you are a doctor, you are a lawyer, or you are a doctor and a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and an Outside of that, we will accept president and senator. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. But she was, she, was so, she was so afraid that I would never return to school if I started making money. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, I, you know, upon hindsight, I wish that I had fought her some more on yeah. that. Because well, you, now I'm sitting here in quarantine. I could be doing hair on the side, making money. Well, that's um, that's the immigrant mentality, right? So, like, here's the thing. Yeah. Immigrants, they say, fuck where I'm living. And I'm going to go to a whole other place, whole other country, whole other customs. 
and they you have to work your ass off to get to basically where your mom was right like i look at your grandma yeah and i'm like that's a that is a that's a your grandma might be the coolest woman on the planet she <laughs> is i love your her. grandma Shout might actually Julie. be the coolest woman on the planet man because like the way she talks about things she go i remember your sister was talking about like how she you know does a really good job of mopping the floor and how she takes great pride in that and they were like well, why because like oh i used to have to sleep on the floor so you want that motherfucker to be dirty and i'm like yeah yeah. Your grandma's like, what? She's like 80 something? 85, 86. And she like wakes up every morning at six. She gardens. She does her thing. She's she does her devotion first thing in the morning. And I'm just like, yo, gets that's. Gets up, that's does a... her exercises, gardens all day, takes a nap, eats lunch, and then is watching Law and Order SVU the rest of the day. Mm. Yeah, that's a strong woman, man. No, yeah, for sure. Grandma is a. She's she's a fighter. She's a fighter, and she'll still sleep on the floor sometimes too. She'll do it. She'll do it as like a prayer thing. Yeah, but like, like that's... if she's praying really hard about something, I, I get it's like a sacrifice yeah. of comfort. Yeah, but that that kind of shit, like you start. She's a cold woman. So you cold. see that, and then you see it into your mother, who's like, we have to own the world. Then she's I see it passed on to you guys, where it's like you also have to own the world. So it's like this constant building of something, right? Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about this the other day. Do you think colleges are going to basically price themselves out of the market? I think Like so. with how widely available knowledge I is think becoming. So. I think so. Because people are learning so much more from YouTube and TikTok, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship. But not even that, right? So like in film school, you not well, it's kind of a bad example. But kind of, well, so basically in film school, like... Like just, there are going to be... There are going to be... Schools that will be around forever, yeah. like you know, med schools, dentists, whatever. Uh, yeah, obviously, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. like for I think a lot of careers, especially since now we're seeing like people can get a good career in like social you media, you watch and a podcast, and shit like that. Like you don't have to go to school for that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there, are, there's a new industry that does not require a degree. Yes, more and more degrees are no longer needed to do shit. Yeah. Um. So I think, I think a lot of yeah, I think a lot of colleges are going to end up pressing themselves back. This is unsustainable. Yeah. We can't have this. Especially much. for what you get, right? So, like, yeah. I, I took my cousin to go to the University of Texas, and they wanted, like, $70,000 because she was out of state for a year. That's fucking crazy. Out-of-state tuition and in-state tuition are such bullshit. Well, the idea... I mean, it makes sense. I, I, I get it. The idea is you want to you wanna retain people to stay in your state, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think that's insane. Because then you think about like schools like Harvard and Yale, which you've seen with like that lady who was basically paying for her kid to get into Harvard. It's not so much like... That's the thing. You, Getting into Harvard is the hard part. Once you're in, apparently, they just... It's, it's just whatever. A, yeah. Because... It's a designer degree. Yeah. Right? So you graduate and you could have like a fucking 1.7, but it's like, you went to Harvard? 1.7? Harvard's probably three. Come here. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, especially like with just how easy it is to get information. Like, look at how like all these directors, producers, cooks, tradesmen are making these master classes. So they're like four to five hour long videos and they're just dropping knowledge on you. And it's not not to mention the YouTube channels. There's a YouTube yeah. channel for everything. Like you learn, I learned so much more from YouTube. I learned how to edit than YouTube. <laughs> like before, I got the scad. Like I remember, t- like, I love Cheddar, right? But Cheddar's very good. He's a, Cheddar is our undergrad teacher. Yes, Cheddar's our undergrad teacher, and he is fantastic at like uh, getting Production. everyone. He's fantastic at building a team and putting the work. 
mm-hmm. right? But as far as like technical stuff, like editing and stuff, like I had to learn that on my own. Yeah, he wasn't an editor. That he was wasn't an mistake. editor, right? He was a director, technical. Yeah. Uh, director, you know, producer. But like, just like whenever there's something I don't know, I go to YouTube or I yeah, Google sure. it, right? The, the, just the access to. I mean, information. here's the thing. That's what our professors are doing too, right? Yeah. How do you do this? No idea. Let's YouTube it together and yeah. figure it out. Especially when you think about an area like film, which is like a very so like. The film is interesting because it's not like, um, let's say, building a door, mm-hmm. right? So I can bring you a sample of the door. I can show you the wood. I can show you the mechanisms, and it's something you can feel and touch. So when you explain it to like a layperson, they go, oh, I understand the value in this thing, right? But especially like right now during COVID, right, like it's kind of hard explaining to people like the value and the, the hardships of especially making a film now. Mm-hmm. Right, like I'm, I'm producing theses. You're producing theses and projects, and it's an incredibly um, stressful period because you just don't know what's gonna happen. Right, right. It's it's, it's literally case by case basis. But and, and the thing is though, but people rely so much on our industry to get them through this time. Think about how yeah. much shit people have been since being in quarantine. Like our profession provides an escape for people. Yeah. And could you just imagine if the film and TV industry stopped? People would have nothing to do. Could Porn. you imagine your life? No Netflix, no Hulu, no cable, no nothing. Porn. Yeah, this is... Thank you. Brandon. No, but yeah, I t- I t- yeah, I totally get it. Like, oh my God. Because it, it's weird because you don't know who to believe or where to get your information from when it comes to COVID, right? Yeah. So basically anything Trump... We stopped listening to who, which is like, what the fuck, st- bro? Yeah, the World Health Organization. So you have the World Health Organization, you have the CDC, then you'll have Trump, then you'll have Fauci, then you'll have that crazy old aunt who's on Facebook selling essential oil. So like, there's no solid place to get information. And for a lot of people, so most Americans, I think this is why Americans are handling COVID the way they are. They're just well, like I think inherently as Americans we're just selfish. Yeah, well inherently well, people are selfish, right? And then also mm-hmm. that you guys bring up a valid point. Americans are very we do American America the American way America, right? Yeah. But we don't you, learn from other countries. Yeah, but on top of that too, I feel like in other countries, like they have more concise and streamlined information because they go, Well, what did who say? Let's follow those guidelines. And then you get like New Zealand who's like, Yep. I haven't seen any COVID here in like four months. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, for real, for real. So in America, we have so much confusion. We're not united. It feels so disjointed that people because are just we like, argue about everything. But, Every little thing apparently is dis- is divisive. Well, it, but it's not just that. But it's like especially and if we Tr- don't we don't respect the value of facts. That's our issue. Well, I don't think here's the thing. More and more, it's become apparent that so facts have never been important, right? No one is interested in facts and no one is interested in truth. What people are interested in is belief, Mm. right? So if you are CNN and Trump says something, your belief is he is a bad man, he is a racist, he is is that, our audience believes that, so let's just tell them what they want to hear, right? Mm -hmm. So Trump could come out tomorrow and he could be like, I think water is a good thing, right? I guarantee you an hour later, CNN would have some scientists on there. I've never heard of this hydrogen dioxide stuff oh that Trump's God, talking about. Brandon. It sounds like some shit you would do. It sounds like something ISIS would use, right? So we can't even agree upon like how to handle it. So most people just go, fuck it. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. I'm going to the beach. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to go do my thing, right? 
because you just don't know who to trust. It, 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 it's, it's just like, fuck it. I got to go live. Yeah. Right. I got to go. I got to do something. Right. Because like, I got to go make money. You know, bank don't mind foreclosing on my house. You know, there's just too much. There's too much to lose. And people are just like, fuck it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, like what you were talking, uh, what I was thinking was like we, everything. Okay. So I was watching a Zac Efron's new show. On, Who's Zac Efron? Don't. Oh, okay, okay. I was. I don't know why I thought of Zach Braff. I'm like the guy from no, Scrubs. Oh, Zach Efron. Oh, hot Zach. Okay. Oh my I'm God. Right. Anyway. Zach Efron. <laughs> such a creep. little saffron and the chicken. Oh for my God, Efron. Brandon. I will get up and leave. No, but he has this uh, show on Netflix. I think it's called Down to Earth. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I was watching. I think it was the second episode, and they were talking about water. Right. Do you know that in Paris, they have water everywhere like they have like it's not like water fountains here in the u.s right like their water is really really good water like there are the good minerals in it it's Mm -hmm. like spring water and they're everywhere you can even get sparkling water for free and like they've made water a public thing versus like making it like a private company or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like water, clean water is accessible everywhere in Paris. Whether you're homeless, rich, poor, whatever, everyone can get water for free, mm-hmm. right? And like I was, the the episode goes more into detail about and stuff like that. But I was sitting here like thinking like, oh my god, America's just so behind. The times, like what when they were talking about their water, mm-hmm. like we use chlorine in our water, right? We strip it of like minerals and like yeah. all the good shit that we need, right? Uh-huh. That's not the way France does it. The mm-hmm. water is purified in a different way. Like it's it's all natural. They they put it in like high oxygen environments. Yeah. So that way it kills all the pathogens without having any of the shit that we have in our water so i will my my retort to that is this if their water was so good they wouldn't have lost two wars brandon dynamite stop okay no but like you know what i'm saying like even like they went to what was it switzerland or uh, iceland sorry Mm -hmm. um where they were like talking about energy and how they use like you know water and stuff Mm -hmm. for like energy and shit and i was just thinking like man we are so behind like what so like I I know we would never get to this point because we value our corporate businesses and like our coal mines and all of that shit more than we were more than anything you know th- else. You know what I think that is too. So America is literally the size of Europe, mm-hmm. right? And in America, we are. Fo- what do you mean we're literally the size of Europe? So the the, the country, the size of America. Oh oh, all fit, of Europe. All yeah, of can Europe. fit all of Europe in it, right? Oh yeah yeah yeah. So in yeah. Switzerland, you have a country with a population of like Los Angeles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So it's easy for them to make. It's easy for them as a country to make that kind of change. Wherein as America, when you're talking like West Virginia is way different than Albuquerque, New Mexico. For, yeah, for right. Sure, for Oregon, sure. like Portland, Oregon, is significantly different than like Miami, Florida. Yeah. Right. So making a kind of change like that, the sweeping changes you see over there is is more difficult. On top of that, in America, we have this weird, we got to be number one, even if we ain't the smartest kind of mentality, mm-hmm. and we are a country that's driven um, by revenue. So it has to make money in order for it to be successful. Like that's why I think that's what really concerns me when you talk about like something like healthcare, right? Like, 
universal healthcare is an is an idea that I think I would I would love to see. My biggest fear though is I do not want the government to get involved in it. Right, so. But that's the thing. When you leave things towards private companies, exactly, you, we're stuck start in. Start to get. We're stuck in a weird. It's it's almost like choosing the lesser of two evils. But like I feel like the public has more say when it comes to it being more of a government. So thing. here's the thing about the government thing. So if you look at like Canada, Canada has public health care, right? And uh, it kicks ass, mm-hmm. right? But it has its hiccups, right? So just like the post office closes at 6 and they have holidays off, imagine that for a hospital, right? And then they don't work weekends. So in Canada, if you break your arm on, like, Friday night and you want to go to a, a, a private, ho- I mean, a public hospital, you got to wait till Monday. Then you got to stand in a long-ass line to see. But they still night. have private hospitals, exactly. do they not? So then it almost becomes the same thing. N- not really. Mm-hmm. But not really. Mm. Like, I feel like if we, if people had more accessibility to the doctors, Mm -hmm. right, they would lessen the need for unnecessary deaths. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then, especially, especially in our lower income communities where people refuse to go to the doctor until they're on their last dying breath, we can finally get rid of the stigma Mm -hmm. of, if you go up to the doctor, that's your death sentence. Well, I don't think it's know? so much a stigma. It's also the the cost, right? Yeah. And, and the cost is ridiculous. The cost is ridiculous. You know what it is? No one and actually... And medication is in-fucking-sane. And also, like, when you talk about the insurance and, like, medical system... Nobody actually knows no one, how shit yeah, works. That's no my ha- issue. No one has a fucking clue. Like, that, that's the biggest thing. No one actually knows how this shit works. Prices At vary all. from like five dollars to like five thousand dollars for no fucking reason without yeah. any explanation then, as to why. Then you go talk to people. Like I remember I was talking to my doctor and I was like, So how does health insurance work? They he, don't know. Doctors he, don't know how he, the business aspect goes, of it works. He goes, I'm a doctor. If you get shot, I can fix you. But don't get me involved because like No, because <laughs> they don't understand Nobody Nobody and everyone is so confident your in their not knowing. Salmon. It's like, what is the difference between these two packages? Oh, well, this Fuck, premium. I can't tell you. Oh, my God. So when I had to buy health insurance on the, what do they call it? The marketplace mm-hmm. through Obamacare, I called, and the guy who answered my call was sick. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. This is the guy I'm buying insurance from. And he was like, well, I have a platinum plaque. I, he was like, I'll take it. So you give me your information. He goes, well, I have some options. I have a bronze, a bronze two, a platinum, a super deluxe platinum, and a gold. And I'm like, so what do they all do? And he just starts giving me prices and premiums. And I'm like, well, okay, that's how much it costs. Right, but like if but, I go in for a root canal, which one? In, yeah. Yeah, but what does it cover? And he goes, sir, I'm going to need you to – I can email you the, the – so I'm like, he's like, I can email you too. So he emails me everything, and all he does is email me the prices again. So I go, fuck, the gold one. I pick it up, and I bought a plan that if I got cancer, they're basically like, go ahead, and you, you might want to just get your affairs yeah. in order. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's so crazy to me. Uh, and it it uh, like there's there's no reason why, especially a medication like insulin mm-hmm. or something that can be easily made but is highly priced for no fucking reason. That's crazy, especially like people. Some people can't live without it. Yeah. And you price them out so much so that they're going into debt, and then you want these same people to go to college so they're in more debt. When are they ever gonna pay off their shit? Mm-hmm. And now. 
the whole country has a debt that no one can fucking pay. And also, yeah, we're spilling, we're spending trillions on the army. Hey, we need and bombs. The military, we need bombs. And we lose trillions of dollars almost every year. What the fuck? We need, hey, we need it. I misplaced one dollar on my taxes. The IRS is coming after me, but the government itself can lose trillions of dollars and no one bats a fucking eye. That's why I want to be rich. Because, like, when you reach a certain amount of wealth, they just, like, okay, so now. They just leave you alone. Yeah, so now I'm on hourly and they take it from you. I don't even, like, they, they go gross and then we took it, right? Yeah. When you're, like, like so like, you're, like, rich, they go, oh, just get us whatever. you have the chance. Whatever you have the chance, bro. Just don't even stress. Just get, yeah. us, get to us whenever. Yeah. But I noticed that because, especially, like, when you look at health insurance and why it's so expensive, because people aren't going to the doctors, you, I've seen this dramatic rise in charlatans, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to health and wellness, you know me. I've, I've taken steroids. I fucking, I lift weights. I, I do these things. Mm-hmm. And I put a huge emphasis on health. But, like, what I hate is, I hate is like, charlatans, right? So you have these people who are this just, like. This will cure this. Yeah, so, like, if you, if you eat this. beetroots or you take these pills or you take this yeah. nonsense, Darcy, it can cure you, right? And what's what's scariest about that is you've found a very predatory group who will sell their healthy people who are desperately looking for answers who may not have the money to go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. They're selling them a false hope that could ultimately hurt them. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like I don't believe in I don't believe in veganism. I think it's Brandon. No, I don't believe in veganism because it's 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 vegetables lying about being food. <laughs> Brandon, stop it. Have you ever there's noticed? There's nothing wrong. With okay, being there's a nothing vegan. wrong being a vegan, right? But like, I I I would okay. I could be a part time vegan. I could definitely be a part time vegan. My problem is ostriches look like they taste good. <laughs> you so stupid. Like if someone offered me some ostrich one day, I'd be like, you know what? That motherfucker Maybe. probably does taste <laughs> right. It, that would be moments where I'm like, oh, I've never eaten that animal before. <laughs> you I mean, give it a shot. it's 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 not for everyone, you know. If you're vegan, good for you. That's your person. Yeah, I totally co I tell I see I totally understand. Like, I just feel like it would disconnect me from our culture, which is why I don't like. Cause you know, especially as Caribbeans, we rely heavily on meat. Unless you're Rastafarian, yes. Right. So, but if you're Haitian, you're relying heavily on meat, rice, and beans. I also I don't like when it comes to diets. I don't like this one size fits all thing. So you meet like those super militant. Everyone has to be a vegan because I'm a vegan person. Yeah, I don't like those either. So like the thing about that too is is also you have to consider the biodiversity of humans, right? So some people's bodies might respond really well to eating terrible food, and other people's bodies might respond really not good to just taking like stuff like meat out of their diets right mm-hmm. so imagine if you find like an inuit tribe right who grows in who basically their their whole culture is lived in an area where we got blubber and we got meat this is all we can eat because there's no there's nowhere to grow things mm-hmm. imagine if you go to them and say you have to be a vegan they're gonna look at you and say fuck that <laughs> <laughs> yeah also like i've noticed that like plant-based foods always have to pretend to be another food in order for people to like them. Like, you've never you've, you've, you've never seen a cheeseburger to pretend to be a carrot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, so like, you've stupid. never seen new from McDonald's. It's the cheeseburger carrot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nope, but plant... <laughs> Shut up. And then, like, you look at the Impossible Whopper and people eat that and they go, oh, I'm healthy. Like, no, you just ate... Like you More might sodium. Just, you might as well just ate the fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> oh my god. It, it it's not for everybody. Oh man. Yeah, this is a 
this is a very interesting time. How are you dealing with it? Because you've got the whole producer thing. You're also a writer. You're a director and stuff like that. So how is that impacting? With COVID? Well, not, yeah, COVID. And just, like, how is this impacting your workflow and like the, the opportunities you have to expand? Because you graduated this year. I did graduate, and, I, and it sucked. I felt robbed of my graduation. Alicia Keys talked. She did, but I would have liked to fucking see her in person. Yeah, so let's graduate. I felt so bad for everyone, man. Cause... I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, here's why it sucked. This is quite possibly the last time I will ever graduate from anything ever. Mm-hmm. My academic career is over because there's no need for me to continue it. Yeah, books unless are stupid. I want to do it for personal reasons. I, if you go back to stupid. school to be a doctor, I'm leaving you. To get a PhD? What if I want to get it in, like, human sciences or something? Boo. <laughs> so annoying. Anyway, um, so this was, like, my last official graduation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, in undergrad, I was really upset because they said my first name did not say my middle name, which I go by. Well, Oh, they hit you with the... Oh, I'm going to say it, and then everyone's going to know it. They said my government first What's name government and first my name? last name without saying my middle name, which is what I go by. So no one knew who the fuck it was when I crossed the stage. Mm-hmm. And like I was getting text messages from people like, Hey, when are you walking? Oh I already did. <laughs> so like I barely had any cheers, and it made me so sad. But I was like, oh, well, for grad school, we're going to do it big up. <laughs> All my family's gonna come. Yeah, we're gonna like go to the Georgia Aquarium. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, you know, do all the go to the Coca Cola thing. Like go to the yeah, do all the, the do all the Gentile do stuff. all the Gentile like yeah. touristy shit, and we're gonna have a wonderful time because we're also gonna rent an Airbnb. <laughs> like it's gonna be fun, and yeah. then I'm gonna have like my Haitian party, and like ah, it's gonna be amazing because I didn't get to do any of that for undergrad because we literally had to leave the next day. Yeah. Um. And all of that got robbed from me. Because a motherfucker in China ate a bat. Brandon! <laughs> this is why I don't believe in trying Brandon, new... Brandon, don't say because that! this is why... Let's look. When it comes to food, God I have rules. Dude, you sound like Trump. No. It, but it's true. A guy ate a bat, and this is where COVID came from. These are facts. Uh, there are rules I have when it comes to food. Right? One of the things is, if it's ugly while it's alive, it's going <laughs> to... You shouldn't eat it. <laughs> Bats are ugly. I don't eat them. <laughs> Octopuses are ugly. I don't eat them. Octopus is delicious. But they're ugly, so I don't fuck with them, all right? <laughs> Y'all gonna eat the next kind of octopus when you have some bubonic shit popping out of that <laughs> son of a bitch. If it's ugly in life, don't Shut eat up. it. <laughs> but look, look at him. He was probably one of those people, ooh, I saw this on a BuzzFeed article. I gotta try this. Go fuck Shut yourself. Up. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. The world is screwed because of you. Um, but it's okay. You're gonna get married, and then you can... Mar- What's better? Marriage is a graduation. Marriage, obviously. A wedding is way better than a graduation. Well, I wouldn't know. But here's the thing. At a graduation, you have to share with everyone. At a wedding... Are you saying gets- we're getting married soon? What is this? I'm just saying. When we get married, you get to have all the ridiculous shit you want. Oh, but it won't be as fun. It's about... Like, I mean, it will be as fun, but the day will be about us. No, it won't. Not... Bullshit. 
Weddings are not <laughs> weddings are not about the groom. Yes, because and you can no, have your boys around you. No, it's not. Congratulations. No, I want to be selfish. I want to be my. That's day. what the wedding is. Oh my god. The wedding is the, the no, wedding is not. I have the never. Is for the two of us. I have never gone to a wedding with the idea that this is for the man. I've always gone like, wow, what's she gonna do? When I went oh to Jarrell's wedding, I'm like, god. man, what's what's Kamaya thinking of? Because <laughs> a wedding is literally for your. It's your woman's day. It's literally. So this is what happens at a wedding. Your girl, yes, but your girl okay. gets a ring. Even even if it is yes. right, even if the wedding, de- like you, you know what I want. For yeah, you want wedding. insanity. It's not insanity. It is a full production. One of and the things she need, asked me, she and said, we need the budget for she it. She said we she she wanted everyone to dress up in like like a pantaloons. That was the and first. That was the first idea. I wanted a Victorian sh- style wedding. I told her if you but can then go I get was my like, dad. Fuck that European bullshit. No, I um, I said try to get Jerry Pritchard to put on a stocking, and that's that idea died fast. No, I said I can do that, but um, no. But then I realized, oh, that's some European bullshit. That's not what I need to do. Um, so we are leaving the Victorian era behind. Yeah, we should and go going out. full Caribbean. Yeah, we gonna go out in the goddamn backyard and gonna throw some some, throw some chicken titties uh, on the grill. The backyard. And we gonna we gonna do the, the backyard. We gonna do the nuptials. The backyard. I got my granddaddy coming. He's the pastor. Ba- Let me mute your mic because you spitting some crazy shit right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, straight up hoedown. The backyard. We gonna a, a hoedown. We gonna have a horse. A hoedown. Ho- well, we, we can have. We gonna have a, a we gonna have a shooting gallery next to uh, it. A shooting gallery. Bring on. What a, is this a western? Please bring, stop talking. Bring Please all the whiskey talking. you want to. <laughs> Please stop talking. Jesus in heaven. But yeah, it so it fucked up your graduation, right? Yes, it fucked up my graduation. So then how's and then it? It, oh. fucked, it 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 messed with the timeline for a lot of projects. Okay. Um, because we were we were fully planning on like filming back to back stuff. Yeah, everyone was. I, everyone um, was. I know, everyone was. And that just went down the drain. And then we were also supposed to have meetings with different people, mm-hmm. which has kind of gotten put back, pushed back because no one really knows when they're going to fully reopen. So everyone's kind of very tentative with like doing certain projects and stuff. So we're basically in limbo. But we have taken this time to write and refine a lot of our pilots and ideas and mm-hmm. scripts. Um, which has been good. Uh, we got to do the Joan Raider writing class. That was that was a lot of fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that helped our writing tremendously. Um, Who's Joan Raider? Joan Raider is the showrunner from Council of Dads on NBC, mm. and she did over fifty episodes of Grey's Anatomy. She seems like a very nice lady. She is wonderful. She is really nice. She is high energy. She's mm-hmm. hilarious. She does not give a fuck, and I love everything about her. I, uh, every time you say her name, I think of the football team, the Raiders, mm. and their owner. This guy's a fucking billionaire. I, and he has, like, the stupidest haircut. He looks like a t- <laughs> I swear, No, I got to show you. Oh this guy is a God. billionaire, right? And, and people at home, look up the owner of the Raiders. Oh he has... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Hold up. Oh. But, um... Yeah. So... After the after you had the Raider Joan Raider class, right? Mm-hmm. 
This is his haircut. This guy's a fucking billionaire. <gasps> it's a bowl haircut. It's a bowl haircut. Oh, no. I feel baby, so bad because no. every time you talk about her, I see that guy's face and I'm like, man, that guy, no. he's so talented. Joan has awesome hair. Yeah. Her hair is like white, white, like platinum white. I love it. So you guys have been lighting a, uh, writing a lot of pl- pilots. Mm-hmm. Right. But even then, that doesn't, you're just buying time because you can't do anything. <laughs> Thing. Yeah, I mean, literally, like, we've just been, we've had some general meetings with people that we've been fortunate to have, mm-hmm. but everything is still kind of up in the air because it's, it's so crazy because you people look at, have to do, you know, choose their priorities. It's so crazy because you look at the sets now that are that are working, that are, are up and running, and they're kind of like many, like, you know that prison that um, Martha Stewart went to? Oh, my gosh. No, no. Like, obviously, it's not prison, but they're just like, okay, we're going to be this self-contained thing, and no one can fucking leave ever. Yeah. Right? Which like, you, that's what Tyler Perry is doing. Like, it's, you know, you it's go into smart. quarantine for 30 days, and that's that's it. Because I was looking at the so Jurassic Park went back into production, and they had, like, this picture of this wall with, like, all these biohazard signs, and it's like, once you cross, you can't leave. And I'm like... The fuck's going on there? Are you making a movie? Or you yeah, goddamn yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It's 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 so ah, oh, it's so weird, right? Yeah. Because once again, it goes because even like with me, like I've been thinking about going back to sets and like doing my own things. And there are people, like I got Maya coming in um, later this week, and we're gonna talk about that. And it's kind of like, especially in this industry, like how do you choose to work, right? Yeah. Because in this industry, so in the film industry, and this is a, a by the board. Whether you're a grip or a producer, it's gig to gig. Yeah. Right. So when this gig ends, you need Something you need else. another one. You that's that's have. what I've been kind of struggling with, right? And what really sucks was this net thirty, um, when you have to wait thirty days to get paid, <clears throat> um, or sixty in some cases. Fucking sucks. Yeah. Um. So every job is, you know, you're you're grateful to have it. Yeah. But, for sure, but know. it's over almost as soon as it starts. Yeah, like these sets are not long; they're like a day or two, and that's it. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, that's great. And now you gotta find fuck, something what, else. Yeah, otherwise, it's like I've been fortunate enough to where I've been, I, I, I've made enough to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. But now I'm sitting here like, well, I'm not saving anything, and that's a big problem for me because, I mean, we need to, I need to save money. Yeah. Like so it's it's not smart to is, not have a full like right now I'm dipping into my backup backup savings and I'm yeah. not happy about that at all. That's one thing. So I actually got well, you know, I got COVID. Mm-hmm. And that really fucked me up because I'm that there's no point in my life outside of my legs being broke that I didn't go out and hustle to try to make some fucking money or make a move to get some money. So like mm-hmm. not working to me is the worst kind of hell. Like so, this has been a, a very interesting experience because like the first thing I shut down was the gym, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You bastards, how dare you!" Then like the world shut down, mm-hmm. and then like so then the industry like the world shut down, so the industry, sports, everything shut down. So it was like almost like this like at first I'm like, "Oh my god, I get to sleep in, I get to get caught up in my sleep." Da 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 da. And then it became like this kind of waiting game. Like, okay, when's it going to start? When's it going to open? Next week is going to open? Next week is going to open? Yeah. And you're yeah. just, you're kind of just stuck in this limbo and you get I restless. I hate it. Yeah. Because and I'm- here's, here's, here's what sucks. Like I, I don't like working from home. I hate oh, it. fuck that. I hate it. I like going into the office or like, you know, I like going into a separate space. I like keeping my home and my work separate. 
Like when I come home, it's that's t- the time for me to rest, watch TV, listen to music. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to work like that. And working from home has been some type of hell because there are times where I'm watching TV where I'm like, damn, I should work. And then there are times where I'm working where I'm like, oh my god, I should just like not. And I, it's 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 become a muddy line for me, and I fucking hate it. I loved uh, so. Thank God I started getting back in the gym. Because then I get to so here's my thing. You I get to lo- compartmentalize. I get to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I get to I get to bang it out. I get to throw some fucking weights around. I get to I get to, I have this mask on, so now I look like fucking the Black Bane, my bald head. <laughs> and I'm like, hey brother, you done with that 45? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you can you go ahead and take it. Oh my god. Right. So I get to do that. Right. So then your endorphins are up. So you come home, you're like, oh my god, this is fantastic. But then by the end of the day, you're just like, I want to go back to set. <laughs> yeah. No. For real. No. Seriously. 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 And it's 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 really it's scary for me because like especially being in film school. So part of film like the film school so, is okay. being on set and me, making those connections. If you're thinking about film school, and I need to be very honest about this, your classes are important, your grades are important. All right, take those seriously. But if you don't leave with a portfolio, a portfolio and a network a network and some references you know you kind of you, you wasted, wasted your time, time. and that's For one sure. thing that's really been freaking me out is because i can't go to sets and because there's no classes and because there's very there's opportunities out there but they're so few and far between that it's very anxious for me because i'm supposed to graduate next year and i don't feel like you're prepared uh, yeah i don't because you just started and for COVID is in the middle of it. Because the next thing is like, I have begrudgingly come to the conclusion that I'm we're gonna have to move to California, right? And I don't. Are, yeah. Huh? I first. I, I okay. So I'm I'm very conflicted upon how I feel about California, right? Because California is this progressively regressive state, right? So they're progressive in the, that they're like, hey, if you want to smoke pot, I don't give a fuck. Just go to the weed store and, like, don't drive high, right? So we're going to trust you like we trust, you know, the same – like we trust you if you were drinking, right? So just be responsible. But then you look at things like their property taxes and the fact that it costs, like, three times as much to build stuff out there. And you're seeing this mass exodus of people, Right. And it's like, um, so like a lot of my favorite comedians are leaving. A lot of actors mm-hmm. are leaving. You're, like a lot of people are leaving. Like my brother, you know, who lives there, he's just like, hey, you know, he, I'm glad he got into school, but like, if something doesn't happen, we're gonna have to leave. Mm-hmm. And it's very intimidating because a part of me is like, I hope the prices drop, mm-hmm. but then there's no guarantee of that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, the, the opportunities out there. Uh, at least the opportunities out there are still like are tremendous, right? So, thirty percent of the movies that get f- only thirty percent of the movies that get made a year are filmed in Los Angeles because they don't have a tax break like Atlanta or an Albuquerque or a Texas, right? But if you want to get that yes and you want to get that funding and you want to network, uh, almost a hundred percent of the development is yeah, done almost a hundred percent of the development is done out there, which is. You know, which it, sucks. Yeah, it, it does. It does because you know, Anacolona's, uh, you know, our production company. You know, our our hope is to bring pre-production to Atlanta, and it's been a very confusing time for me because I was like, can I bring pre-production to Atlanta if I'm not in LA first? Like, uh. I have to make those connections in order to 
you know, help facilitate that and help, you know, make that dream come true. But that was another thing I realized, especially after talk to him, talking to my boy out there. He put it to me in the best way I've ever heard. He's like, living in L.A. is like being on an extended business trip. Because outside of, like, the super rich people that live there, right, most people that live in L.A., or that move there, they move there for a reason, and then mm-hmm. they get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they As can. soon as you can. Because, like, oh, for sure. I love I love the beaches. You know me. I'm an aquatic motherfucker. First off, if you if you go to the beach, I'm going to give you some advice. You get in the ocean, and you pee. You let the other fish Brandon. know. I'm telling you. You let the other fish know that you're in there with them. Oh, my God. All right? Not the other way around. Thank you, Brandon. But I love, like, I love the ocean. I love the ability to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. I love the drive. Driving through Malibu, that... That was beautiful. I w- Oh, you guys are lucky that I love you. Because if you guys weren't in the car and we were hitting some of them corners, I'm like, oh, I want to see what this can do. I want to fishtail it a little I'm bit. I'm so glad you didn't do but, that. I mean, you were on the brink of it. I could feel it. Yeah, but... <laughs> it wasn't the brink. It was the brink. But My no. heart was on edge. It's like, and then the topography of the land. You have the mountains. You have the ocean. You have the. It's beautiful. You can it's go gorgeous. Skiing and go to the beach. Yeah, it's gorgeous, right? And then California is a massive state, right? Yeah. Um. So all those things are cool, but it's just like the taxes and like the. So what we pay for, like a house. Mm-hmm. Like we're renting a house house. It would be a we're living, studio apartment. So what we're paying for a house would be our half of the rent on a two bedroom on a two bedroom studio apartment. Hopefully in a nice neighborhood. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. And that it's it, it, and here's the thing. I'd feel more comfortable making that leap if I felt like, you know, I was making the progress and connections I have, but it feels like once again we're we're stagnated. Yeah. Right? Cuz like especially if you take like a cinematography class online, that's yeah. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. It feels so weird. It does. I I get that one hundred percent. I don't know. We'll just play it by ear. Also, I mean, also this needs to end because I'm sick of watching musicals. I've watched two and a half musicals since. You didn't even watch. It was not two and a half. It felt it no. was two and one eighteen. You and, were there for the last ten minutes of Phantom of well, the Opera. Well, my ass. You weren't there my for ass, the, My ass felt like it was a half a musical. No, the damn wasn't. thing ended and they kept going. It's like Black Church. They you just don't had know when it's gonna finish. Special performances. I told you that they were gonna have special performances. <sighs> it was the twenty fifth anniversary of Phantom of the Opera. Fuck you. Okay, so we watched Hamilton, which I thought was I was cool with it until Thomas Jefferson showed up in a purple suit oh shucking and jiving. <laughs> what did I miss? I'm Thomas Jefferson. Oh my god, <laughs> shut up. So the guy who wrote that, Lynn Lynn what's his ben name? Lynn Manuel Miranda. That guy. He's a fucking genius. He is. He's a very smart Puerto Rican man. Shout um, out to Puerto Rican. So full you already know. Musicals aren't my thing. I'm well aware musicals aren't your thing, which is why we watch Phantom of the Opera without you. Thank God. I was going to force you to make you watch it. It was It's literally one of my favorite musicals. I know. So the thing about musicals, like, I don't like the... So the, the musicals are trapped in the form that they're in, right? So you can't show someone an amazing battle on stage, right? But you, what you can do... Is so musicals and um, plays are very performance based. Yes. So the song and the performance make up for that. Mm-hmm. I want to see some shit blow up, right? <laughs> I want to. I want to see the battle. I want to see the big expensive thing. 
I don't want to see some guy with a half fucked up face go, I'm gonna gaslight you into loving me. Oh my god. <laughs> but the soundtrack, look, the soundtrack to Family Opera, that's my shit. That dun, 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 dun. Oh man, that's. 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 That's bitches, man. I hate you. It is. Like. like so another thing with like I I understand like that Hamilton wanted to be a modern day reflection of like how America is now. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem was I knew all those guys were white slave holding people, and I'm like, so who are the slaves then? Are white people? Brandon, the sla- I was. <laughs> Damn it! It was a good play. It was a. It was like it's one of the musical. It's just, it's just like okay. It's just like Parasite, right? I saw Parasite. and I'm like, this is pretty good. Was it my favorite movie? No. Right, but I totally understand, you know, mm-hmm. how that could be somebody's jam, mm-hmm. just not in this car. <laughs> and then what was the other one we watched? Uh, Newsies. No, The Greatest Showman. Oh yeah. Okay, while we're talking about the Newsies, I want Martin Scorsese to remake no, that as a movie. We do not. That is right for a Martin Scorsese remake. No. You get the, Maybe some, that should be your thesis. You get some de-aging technology on oh Joe Pesci. God, he can be crutchy. No. And he's like, hey, crutchy, what's going on? Whoa, who the fuck you calling crutchy? How about I come over there and I break you? <laughs> Shut up. Yes. I wish I could be as I wish I could be as cultured as you. I feel like that's why you're so successful and approachable is you're you're cultured. And I'm just a bro. <laughs> But it's true, like you're into like fancy like art and stuff, and I'm I like I like John I mean, Wick. It was, it's how I grew up. I mean, I like John Wick too. I like John Wick. You need once. to have an appreciate an appreciation for both. I do. I like ballets as long as they're kung fu movies. Oh my But that's God. the thing. So like, oh, so com- you can never just sit through a straight ballet. Thing. Oh fuck yeah, I could. I love ballets. You want to go see the Nutcracker? That's my shit. I love it. Ballets are awesome because What what is it about musicals that you just can't get over? Just get to the fucking point, right? Oh my god. So like in the Phantom of the Opera, right, the the section I said You sat, don't like that they sing out their feelings. Exactly. So it's it'll be like the dude when his when that mask came off and I saw the side of his face, I'm like, Alright, I get why you kidnapped the chief <laughs> oh my god. But like I you know, it'll be like and okay, so we have what we need. Let's go to the dope. Let's go to the boat. And we're moving to the boat. Yeah, the boat rocks. <laughs> and now we're moving to the boat. And it'll be somebody else. Yes, at the boat is the answers. Not me. I'm like a part of me just wants to get up and go. So go the fucking boat. Go. Why are we singing? Damn it. <laughs> Something is wrong with you. It's taking too long. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was your real life? If like your life was a musical, that was my life. No, like life. if your literal your your reality was a musical. I went to an art school no. for high school. People broke out into song and dance all the fucking time. Oh, not in my high school. <laughs> it was literally like Glee, but more cutthroat. People would sabotage each other when it came to auditioning for the musicals. I remember after High School Musical came out, I was convinced it was going to be a phenomenon. So I packed like five tennis balls in my backpack. <laughs> so tennis that if some, balls? So, okay, so, so in case like if people just started breaking out in the song and dance on my way to class. like you, So if you hit somebody with a tennis ball 
It's hard enough to get the point across without leaving a bruise. You're so <laughs> dumb. I hate you. So if I'm on my way to class and, you know, just five people in front of me, like, we're all in this together. You know, just big them with a tennis ball. And get Jesus to class. Christ. Oh my. <laughs> well, I don't mind it. I love music. I love musicals. I love sing-alongs. I wish I could sing better because I... It was my dream growing up to be the black Christine Daae. Who the fuck is Christine Daae? The lame girl in Phantom of the Opera, Jesus. Oh! Well, you said that like I'm supposed to know who that is. We said her name like 15 times. I thought that was the actress. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. You guys just kept saying that's Christine Dye. And I'm like, oh, that's a beautiful the name. The name of the character. How the fuck am I supposed to God know that? God damn it. That's what I'm talking about, the pronoun game. You just say a name, you just assume I'm going to know. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought you'd know because in the song, he's literally singing, Christine. Oh, that's what he was saying? Yes. Oh, I just. They literally say her name a million times. I wasn't paying attention. I was like, my whole thing was like, we gonna see the gross half side. When we gonna see that gross side of his face? Oh my god. Anyway. And then when you did, you're like, ooh. Anyway. Quasimodo. Anyway. Monster. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon Joel for Also, Joelle. It, you know what it is too. Why do you like your name, Joelle? Joelle. Do you not like it? How do you want it pronounced? I don't know. Cause I've I, been saying Joel this whole time, so, but you said the other day that you prefer Joel. So that, I've never, I've never had anyone like pronounce it. But the reason I go by Brandon J. Pridget or Bridget or Joel. I know there's another Brandon. Pridget. There's another Brandon Pridget who does art too. Yeah. So I don't want people to be like be the same person. Um, but which I, which one do you prefer? I like Joel because it sounds like Raul. So it's like Joel. Because <laughs> <laughs> deep okay, so I'll like call you Joel. Because deep down, I've always wanted to be like the side. I wanted to be the treacherous side character on a telenovela. Wait, so how come you don't like it when I pronounce the last name Prije? Because you're just being don't do that. No, I'm not. You, you realize t- that when we get married, that's exactly how it's gonna be. It can't be Mahalia Latorchu Pridget. Yeah, Mahalia Latorchu Prije. And whoever tells me that, like, oh, you missed the Prije? I don't know what kind of asshole told you that. <laughs> yeah. <I'm Pridget>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the fuck this Prije is. Yeah, even your family admitted. That this, that's how it was supposed to be. But here's pronounced. the thing. They don't get to have a say on it because they different last names now. That was my Aunt Jane. She a Maguette. Maguettes don't get to tell you how Pridget's pronounced. <laughs> she made her choice. Oh, my God. <laughs> you stupid. It's, it's Pridget. That's how we say it. If it's your thing, you're going to be pulling out. Now you're just going to be confusing people with the pre Like Who the fuck are they? That's us. Yeah, with the Pridgets. You, look. Okay. You guys fought. Haiti fought a war to be freed from France. Right. Now, in 1804, that's right. Exactly. We kicked those motherfuckers out. Okay, now everyone else had to deal with a real country like Britain. Brandon! <laughs> God damn so it. We, so out of respect, we don't use, we're not using any Shut French up. pronunciations. Shut up. Out of respect. Oh, man. So where, so where do you see this all going, right? Do you, what do you, do you, I don't fucking know. I, I thought I knew, I don't know. So what do you see for twenty for twenty twenty one? Because I feel like that's where everyone's no looking. Idea. What I can tell you what I hope for twenty twenty one. Okay, what do you hope? I I hope that COVID is no longer a thing. Is Kenneth Copeland got to blow the wind to God again? 
What? Kenneth Copeland. He blew the wind of God. What the fuck are you talking about? COVID-19! I blow the wind of God on you. You didn't oh see that video? God, no. <laughs> well, I don't know what you were talking about. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm hoping in 2021, COVID is a, a long lost memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that the industry opens up with a lot more positions. Okay. Um, because I think a lot of people are going to either retire after this mm-hmm. or do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of more positions opened and we can hopefully fill those positions. That's and I also hope for a full-time job. <laughs> that's all I want. That's one or thing, back-to-back gigs, please. That's one thing that's another thing that interests me about moving to California. Mm-hmm. is it feels like you kind of have the old guard leaving so there's room for the new guard to come in. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's happening. I hope that we we can get a job as writers. And Who's I'm hoping... we? You and Eric? Yes. Oh. See, that's what I'm talking about. When you say we, I got to ask who. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> because Well, I mean, I hope for you that you, uh, exactly. you do I comedi- get to be the I get to be the afterthought. I see how this is going. No. I... Roll. Here's the thing, because I know you don't want to be in a writer's room. That's too bu- that's too much bureaucracy for you. I, could, I hope you do a lot of stand up comedy and you get to travel and do your shows. I I wouldn't mind being in a writer's room. It would have to be with other individuals who are just as crazy as me. It would have to probably probably be like a family guy type show or Yo, something. Yeah. Like an adult swim type show because in a regular writer's room, I know you would hate it. I, I know for sure. I would during our Joan Raiders class. I was like, Brandon would hate every second of this. Why? Because it's a lot more talking. Uh huh. Like we had to discuss a lot of things before we could actually get to the writing, and I know you would hate that process. Oh, it depends because I like to argue about my ideas. You know this. Yes, but specifically, uh, you I, know what it is. It would it would have to be for an adult swim type show. I it, know you know, it sure. have to be it had to be a bunch of wayward thinking people. Yeah. Cause I don't, the, the all the things that I think are funny are they are they come out of reality just hype they're just a hyper hyper version of that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I I know how much you want to get back to doing stand up. So my hope is that you would be able to travel and do take your show on the road and do different clubs. I would love to go on the road with you. Absolutely not. What do you mean absolutely not? Absolutely not. What do you mean absolutely not? <laughs> absolutely. I'm coming. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. You can't. Okay, you thought. You thought. You can't come with me. Why? Why? Do I go to work with you? <laughs> but you know? this is different. This is your shows. I'm supporting you. Who's, who else is going to sell can your I, well, merch? Can I sit, can I who s- else is going to be there selling your merch? First of all, you should be happy you have a supportive girlfriend. Someone oh, that says, God. I'll go on the road with you and help you sell your merch and shit. Yeah, and that's exactly what I need. I need, I need my girlfriend on the road with me selling my merch. <laughs> Do you not? You gonna no, sell your merch I, yourself? I don't. That's another thing too. Like that's the whole point of going on the road is you get away from everybody, right? Like Dan Cummings takes his wife on the road sometimes. Well, you're not. We're, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What you gonna say to that? Shut up. Dan, we all make our decisions. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Well, they're thinking that. Well, co- I would at least do some. Go to some of them. Well, they're thinking that COVID might be one. Might be with us forever now. I just, I wonder if we're going to 
now just is masks just going to be a regular thing that people wear outdoors? No, or I think in large crowds. I feel like a lot of people will. Here's here's what I think is going to happen. That trend. I think once we have a, safety. Like, once we have an established vaccine, right? I think COVID is going to be just like the common cold or like measles or something like that. It's right. going to be something that like. But they're it's gonna still be... going to scare people that something like this can come along again. Well, you can see this the asteroid, right? So humans have this idea. I'm sorry, I have mosquito bites that are really itchy. That's so really humans have this idea weird. that like we've we've mastered all the things that could kill us, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we haven't, and we Not like by so a what? Long shot. So what makes COVID scary is it's this new thing. That's come along and has killed about the same number of people as like heart disease or cancer is. The difference is with heart disease and cancer is we're used to seeing that, mm-hmm. so we can live with that many people dying a year of that. But now it's and it, but that, that's not so not as contagious. It's scary how contagious this thing. Are you kidding be. me? Heart disease is super contagious. McDonald's is delicious, <laughs> but it's true. So we are okay with like we're okay with those other diseases killing people, right? Because it's like, oh, what can you do? But with COVID, it's this whole new shit, and there's no new vaccine, and we don't know how to react to it. So we're freaking out. I think once we have a vaccine, and once enough people have got it, and we build up an immunity as a society, mm-hmm. you know, there are going to be pockets where it breaks out again, but it's not going to be like, oh, damn, end of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. At least I hope. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll hope. So what is. That it? shit was wreaking havoc. Not New Zealand. That might be the answer. Just I mean, in New just York, to... it was terrible. You you know, you, you know, all, almost all my family's in the medical field. My dad's a respiratory mm-hmm. therapist. So his job is to literally, you know, keep the people on the ventilators alive and put people on ventilators and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the shit was wreaking ra- havoc in the hospitals. Like, Well, here's the thing. So when COVID first started and they had a patient in Georgia and they had a patient in Oregon... That's when I knew shit was about to get real. Mm. How many motherfuckers did you touch be- between your international flight and getting home to an Orient? Mm-hmm. Right? And it was also something no one wanted to take serious. I know I wasn't taking it serious. I had a whole, like, I had like five bits about how to, why we shouldn't take it serious. But I can't do but this. But then, now. no, you I'll cannot because. Asshole. Yeah. So what? I mean, I was scared because it was. The high-risk people, you know, I fall into that category. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ, like, what? It might be harmless for you, but Mm -hmm. if I get it, what the fuck is it going to do to me? That's my thing. And that I think that's where the fear stemmed from for a lot of people was some people might be immune, but if you have any underlying diseases, God help you because we have no idea what it's going to do to your already compromised system. That is one thing that, so the first thing I, so the first at risk group group of people that they were talking about were like, so people with compromised immune systems and stuff. And then people who have like, um, like heart disease, heart disease, diabetes, asthma, asthma. autoimmune disease. Yeah. So, and also like, so people with like diabetes and people who are overweight fall into that category. And like right then and there, it's like, boom, like fucking, that should be your sign to, so like we have this whole movement towards body positivity and loving who you are, which I totally co-sign, but at the same time. I think that if you can do something to make yourself healthier, it is to lift heavy things 
and and to eat right, mm-hmm. right? Yoga is a cult. No one should ever do that. You cardio yoga. I was I was see I got out of that cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's very good. You know it. it. It did a lot of wonders for your body. I think it's important to also that like, sounded dirty, but it did. You were. I think it's important (laughs) that, like, people, especially if you're in these high-risk groups, to, like, take some accountability for your life and then make certain changes so you get out of these high-risk groups. Well, some can't be helped. Yeah, because, well, who can't be helped? Well, yeah, if you have an auto auto disease, you can't be helped. But, like, if you have, like, high blood pressure or you are overweight or, like, you have diabetes, like... That should be, especially if you're young. And I understand that it's it's a, it's a challenge and a risk, but also it's important to realize that like, you have the time now. Also, I know where to buy steroids on the internet for. for well, it's not <laughs> it's not just time. Yeah. It's it, for some people, it is still access, access resources. Like especially for lower income people, it's harder to eat healthier when. It's a lot cheaper to get a hamburger at McDonald's than it is to get a fucking salad anywhere else. You're absolutely right. Like, so we're gonna. I, I mean, I I hear exactly what you're saying. It, it's just it, for some people, it's. It, tough. I understand that too, but also it comes down to an individual level, right? So if you're gonna make a change in your life, a part of that requires you to not care what anyone else is. And doing. we're just specifically when we're saying diet because when when you're saying diabetes, there's type one which can't be helped. And yeah. then there's type two that in certain cases can be helped. Yeah, but here's my and thing. And we're talking about type two. Yeah. Well, even regardless. I just, I just wanted well, to, you know, clarify that. Because if you have type one, there's nothing you can do. I know, but even regardless of that, you should still make being healthy like the forefront of your life. Yes. Right. Yes, you should. People should definitely be drinking a lot of water. Water's up the desert. Try and eat some. What is wrong with you? you? Don't drink, water. drink spring water. You don't drink purified water. Purified water. First off, let me tell you. First off, let me tell you something. Purified nobody water has no minerals in it, and our body nobody need minerals. Nobody was getting. Look, let me tell you something. Oh my god! There Are was you about no. This house bit. Nobody was Bruh. getting. Nobody was getting COVID until we started taking gluten out of shit. Brandon, let me tell you something. You want to know how I go over? You want to know how I got over my COVID? Why, Are you gonna? Why, why you was, gonna tell the people how you cured your COVID? Look. I was asymptomatic when I got COVID. Do you want to know why? Because my body was ready for it. You want to know why? I've been drinking water out of a hose since I was a child. I ate a little bit of dirt. Waffle House. I've been eating Waffle House you for the last are 10 years. something else. And that COVID met the eggs and waffles that I'd been eating for years. Shut I didn't know what the up. fuck to do. It said, I thought I was a bad up. motherfucker. You were just telling people to be healthy. You talking about Waffle House. That's Shut the, Here's up. the thing. A Go of eat an apple, an apple a day. Keeps the doctor away. And they have drink apples at the water, apple pie at Waffle House. It looks tastes something. Eat some non-starchy vegetables. You know, get that fiber in your diet. Eat some gluten. Boy. I don't know what gluten is, but eat it. I actually don't know what it is. Exactly. Either. Let me tell you. There was no. <laughs> let's Google it. What is gluten for everybody? It's a, well, it's it's a protein in, in 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 bread. In bread. That some people can't digest. So before we we keep going on and tricking people, I think this is a good place to end it. How can people find you? <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at, at Mahalia Latortu. L-A-T-O-R-T-U-E literally means the turtle in French. Um, and yeah, it's at it's Halia. 
on uh, Twitter. Do, Though do, I don't use Twitter. You don't even use Twitter, so why give that out? I don't know. Because I retweet my podcast stuff on You got there. an OnlyFans? No. Would you be mad if I started an OnlyFans? What are you going to do on it? I don't know what people do Shut on OnlyFans. This is... A, I don't know. Rents do. Maybe I'll become a cam guy. <laughs> oh my god! No, <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is the That's time to figure out if I need. got the talent or not. No, shut up. Actually, I, was, I meant to ask you this. Would you be mad if I got a pole in the house? A pole? Yeah. Like a stripper pole? Yeah. For what? I want to learn how to pole dance. Mahali, it's time that I enter. Uh, I channel my inner car. You know how this is gonna end? This is gonna end with you sideways in the pole, landing on the dog. <laughs> You'll be limping for three days. I saw hustlers and I tried. I tried to be sexy. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what the hell I'm talking about. You want a fucking pole so you can try to be a stripper? Let me tell you something. I wasn't trying to be a stripper. I said I want to be a pole dancer. I want to channel my inner Cardi B. Who was a stripper? So just stop trying to dance around them. I hate that's another thing. Stop trying to stop trying to dress up words like, oh, I'm not a stripper. I'm a I'm a pole dancer. Like, oh, but I, I mean, I'm not gonna be taking my clothes off. You know, I'm being so some shorts and a top. Why don't you just go to the fucking gym? Why do you gotta bring some bullshit? I do go to the gym. Why you gotta I also, bring? I also want to learn how to be a pole dancer. The, what the upper fuck? body strength that you have to have. My God, go I've been bench press it. If you I've been want working some, on it. I've been going to the gym, you know, trying to work on my upper body strength. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. If you right. want upper body strength, just go bench press. You don't have to bring some bullshit contraption in but the I house. But I want to, like, dance, too. Do you... I'm surprised you're against this. I'm not... I'm, here's the thing. I'm not against it. I'm just telling you... I thought you, you would be for this. I thought you'd be like, yeah, bring the phone on this. I just told... What I'm just explaining <laughs> to you is the headache that's going to come along with it. Stop. Okay. So I won't land on the dog. You're right. You'll just land on your ass and be limping <laughs> for three days. Well, I mean, you have to practice. Why don't? Here's the thing. Go, gonna... go to yeah. No, just go to fucking yoga. Why you gotta bring some stupid shit in the house? Why is it? Because stupid? here's. Here, I'll tell you why it's stupid. Because after you fall and bust your ass, you're just gonna put it in the garage. <laughs> Like the, like a fucking like a hidden child you don't want the world to know That's about. That's true. And then when we move, I'm gonna say, "Can I throw it away?" And you're gonna go, "I'm gonna keep it. I can use it for something." Now we have another piece of useless Leave shit. Leave me alone. You can use it as a fireman's pole. Mahali, I'm not a midget, okay? <laughs> the fireman's pole goes from one. You, 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 we're done. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We're done. We're finished. I want you to know, like, that conversation we just had, that that's exactly how we are all the time. I I love the fact that I'm with someone who can put up with me. I am I am I'm irresponsible, I am insane, I am I am I am a weirdo, and she puts up with my weirdness in a way that I think is unfair to ask any other woman outside of my mother to do, and I feel so bad for my mother. While we're on the subject of mothers, you already know how it goes. Pick up the phone, call your mom, tell you love her, and if dad's there too, tell me you appreciate him. Please like, comment, subscribe, and share this podcast. Treat this podcast like America treats COVID and shared, even to people who may not want it. Oh my God, we gotta we gotta figure this COVID thing out, man. But other than that, you know, you can find me on social media on Instagram at Joel the Wise. You can find me on Facebook, Brandon J. Pritchett. And that's it. That's all we got for you, man. Thank you for listening. Please remember to spread love and positivity throughout your life and to others. And as always, peace.
Now for a word from our sponsors. Let me ask you something. Are you someone who's looking to make it a podcast but you have no idea where to start? Start with Anchor. Let me explain. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many other platforms. You can also make money with your podcast without having any minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.